What's up, Whisper Nation? And welcome back to the channel. We got another live video today for you. It is that Thursday Thirst game. We're talking, and it's an exciting one too. We're talking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are traveling to the Philadelphia Eagles. And we're going to be talking about all those sits and starts and more and your questions on sits and starts. All that and more on this episode of the Fantasy Whispers. Right here. That's right. Like Johnny said, we're going to be talking about the Thursday night football matchup between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Philadelphia Eagles. We're going to give you all the start sit information you need for that game. We'll be answering your questions towards the end of the show as well. But if you like that fresh fantasy football content, you want more of it, consider subscribing to the YouTube channel right here and giving us a like on your way in. That would help us in a great way. That being said, welcome all the way in, Whisper Nation. My name is Big Travi. You can find me on Twitter at Big Travi TFW. And I'm joined by my partner in crime, the man, the myth, the legend, Johnny Game Time Hicks. You can find him on Twitter at Johnny underscore Game Time. What is good, Game Time? How we doing, Big Travi? Oh, my goodness, dude. Diving into this matchup, there is going to be a lot of thirst. A lot of thirsty Thursday going on in this matchup. Yeah, this will be the second time the Bucks are on Thursday night football, and we saw the first Thursday night they won opening night against the Cowboys. They're going to get a similar style of play game script probably here out of the Eagles, who have not been that good on defense, so really fire it all up. It's going to be good, but I want to talk about something a little bit scary right now. Do you know what's spookier than seeing a black cat on Halloween, Johnny? It's shaving uh, your balls. Team? No, it's shaving oh. your balls with anything other than Manscaped. When it comes to the below-the-waist grooming, there's no need to carve your pumpkins this Halloween because Manscaped is here to upgrade your grooming experience. Go from a bite-sized candy bar to a king-sized candy bar and join the Ooh. 2 million men worldwide by going to manscaped.com for 20% for 20 off plus free shipping with the code TFWMAN. Again, that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code TFWMAN at manscaped.com. 20% off plus free shipping with the code TFWMAN at manscaped.com johnny yeah not only are we not talking about not carving up our pumpkins but we got to talk about week five is in the books like all of we've we've gone through week five and obviously week five was was crazy it was wild but i want to know with five weeks in who is your fantasy mvp uh, it's I'll be honest with you. It's, it's a little hard. It's a little hard not to throw out the goat right now. He's sitting at the number one, you know, overall fantasy spot for fantasy points. And Tom Brady, uh, that we're talking about Tom Brady on this show as far as the Thursday night football game goes. It's hard not to say Tom Brady. It really is. But I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to say Tom Brady because that's the easy one. That's the easy one. You got to go with BMW. Big yeah, Mike man. Williams, man, who is yeah. just out, out punting his coverage right now. It is unbelievable what this guy is doing. Hey, and good for him. Contract season. Chargers didn't want to bring him back. They were like, hey, we don't want to, we don't want to re-up that contract. We're thinking about letting you go. You're injury prone. And then all of a sudden they put him in the right spot with the right offensive coordinator, giving him targets. And he is not only just producing Travis, he is dominating. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It was hard for me to not pick BMW, but I kind of had a feeling you would pick BMW. So I wanted to have a counterpoint here. Um, but yeah, you talked about it all. I mean, remember BMW, a former first round pick, but mm -hmm. my guy's also a first round pick um, in Marquise Brown. 
So I'm going to go with Marquise Brown here as the fantasy MVP. I mean, this is a guy who should be the number one wide receiver had he had caught a couple of those balls in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for me, Marquise Brown, the the connection with Lamar, Lamar improving as a passer and hitting Marquise a lot more uh, consistently this year. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on BMW, but I also think Marquise Brown could be a fantasy MVP. Whisper Nation, let us know in the chat, whatever yeah. platform you're watching on, who your fantasy MVP is so far. And just want to say thank you and what's up to everybody in the chat. Jersey J, Jimmy Navarro, Austin over on Twitch. Oh, nice. We've got tons of questions. We're going to try and get to your questions. We're doing all this. Start, sit. Any questions you have, we'll get to them towards the end of this show. We just want to get through the start, sit advice here on the actual game. But we will definitely get to all your questions. Whisper Nation, we love you big time. And we're going to rock with you continuously trying to get you those wins. But right now, let's talk about this Philadelphia Eagles taking off on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's a 52 and a half point over under Tampa Bay favored by seven on the road. And Johnny, I got to kick it right back to you here because I think the biggest storyline that we're seeing right now is Antonio Brown, man. Fresh off the COVID list. It looks like a B wide receiver one season, baby. Hey, he's returning to his old ways, man. Like this looks like, I mean, there were reports out of training camp. You had Bruce Arians coming out and saying he looked like the old AB back in Pittsburgh, but you know, that's BA that's, we know what, what coaches are doing. We're they're they're either like trying to set up some smoke screens or trying to motivate him, but it seems to have worked because Antonio Brown is a top 20 wide receiver. Check this out. He's barely behind both Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And he sat out a game due to COVID. And he's still right behind uh, Godwin in, in scoring, not that far behind Mike Evans. I I look at this matchup, Philadelphia actually a little bit more surprising uh, as far as uh, difficulty on, on the matchup side of the go, uh, allowing the third fewest receiving yards to opposing wide receivers this season with just 306. And they have surrendered just five oh. touchdown receptions to wide receivers this season. Uh, I understand Darius Slay is projected to be on AB for about half of the snaps, according to PFF, but PFF really likes this matchup. So do we, because Antonio Brown right now, second highest snap share of the season last year or last week with just 58% Travis. But despite that, that minimal snap count, minimal snap count for AB, he's still averaging a hundred air yards per game this season, 3.04 yards per uh, route ran, which is astronomical. You look for anything over two and you're like, yeah, I got to get that person in your lineup. So I am still rolling in the flames with uh, AB this week. It might be uh, not as great as last week's uh, performance, but I still think he is uh, worthy of that wide receiver three flex role for you this week with that high upside as a wide receiver too and you know you're gonna touch in on on and uh evans and godwin uh but i i'm definitely starting to stay in the flames uh with with a b yeah i mean evan you're starting evans and godwin obviously i mean you're starting all these wide receivers pretty much every week but a b man seems to be the one that like is is rising above consistency wise he's got the upside as well as the other two so, yeah, the yeah. Tampa Bay Bucks passing game, you know, continuing to do what they do. And that's because Brady's had 27 or more fantasy points in all but one game this year. We've got Philly with a tough secondary, but they've given up 10 passing touchdowns on the year. And they're really no match uh, for this kind of weaponry. And then we see when they played a game against Kansas City, Mahomes posted 30 points against them. I want to talk a little bit about Lombardi Lenny, because I think he's the only guy we need to talk about in the backfield for the for the <laughs> Buccaneers now. I mean, I think it's just Lombardi it's really Lenny. Yeah, it's really just played itself out now. 
He went from Uncle Lenny, Playoff Lenny, to Lombardi Lenny, and now he's the only back in that backfield playing on 60% or more of snaps, has three or more catches in all five games this year, and he's got double-digit PPR fantasy points in all but one game. So really, we started the year, Johnny, asking who it was going to be. We know now. It's an emphatic yes that it's Leonard Fournette, and Philly has given up over 20 fantasy points per game this year, including the fourth most yards per game to opposing running backs. He's a strong RB2 this week, probably going forward with RB1 upside in, in particular games, and this is one of those games because... Like most weeks, they are seven-point favorites here, and that means he can fall in for a touchdown. He can be used as the clock killer in all those things. Want to touch uh, in on the tight ends? Oh, yeah, go for it, Johnny. I, I, well, I wanted to ask you about uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and what your thoughts on, because it, it seems to be a 1A, 1B, 1C. I know that we're going to start all three. Godwin doesn't seem to have the greatest matchup uh, on paper this week, but you know, third in the NFL in yards after uh, the catch with 181, 10 red area targets on the year, which is first actually for wide receivers. But it just seems to be, you know, the Mike Evans and the Antonio Brown are the two wide receivers that you can rely on more so. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say you're more consistent, but I still want to rely on all three. Like I said, I want all three in my lineup pretty much no matter what. There's going to be some just based on, you know, who you were able to get off waiver. We haven't seen anybody really off waivers be, you know, dominant. And mm-hmm. so I think Godwin is still a guy. It's kind of like play the wheel of fun, you know, like yeah. I'm going to have Godwin in my lineup because at any moment he could get the AB explosion game yeah. that we the AB see. treatment. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I just think I want to play that game more often than not. It'll yeah. be interesting to see how this is going to happen uh, with, with, Gronk back in the lineup and what that will shift because we can, we haven't really seen them all together except for week one. Right. right. And uh, then AB got COVID, obviously. Then when AB was coming back, Gronk got hurt. So I want to see all of the weapons together for maybe four games or so. And then I think we could peg, oh, I feel like, you know, benching this guy here or there. I want to talk about Gronk. He's obviously going to be out. He was said to be close. So monitor his status next week. We'll see what happens here. Eagles tied for the most touchdowns allowed to the tight end position. But I'm not trusting Bray, Johnny, with a 50% snap share. No game over two catches in either of the games without Gronk. So really not on the radar at all for me. There's just some other ones, and we'll talk about them um, on the other matchup shows. So make sure you're subscribed to all the podcast platforms and help us out there. If you like what you're hearing, you like the channel, and you like daily fresh fantasy football content, hit that subscribe, hit that like button. We see about 10 of you rocking with us over here on YouTube. Hit that like. That's great. Uh, We appreciate you, and we will get to all these comments. We see Jersey Jay and Mason Scott and these guys popping off in the chat. We're going to get to you in just a few minutes here after we go through the Philadelphia Eagles. And so, Johnny, uh, we've got Dallas Goddard, COVID-19, going to the COVID IR. And I wanted to ask you if we saw a realm of possibility, because I know we've been talking about it a little bit this week. It's been gaining momentum. But Zach Ertz was on the waiver wire column. Now is Zach Ertz. Waiver wire. Over than way other than a waiver wire. Like, are we putting him right in the lineup? Uh, I I I don't know how you don't, especially if you need a tight end this week. If you need to stream, there are some uh, you know, four teams on a bye. You have Kyle Pitts on a bye, uh, that maybe was your tight end. Uh, I would go and pick up Zach Ertz. He's available on a lot of uh, leagues right now on waiver wires, or uh, I saw in a lot of leagues people dropped him because he had a bad game last week. Wasn't a great matchup last week, and they were splitting uh, snaps, obviously, with Goddard and Ertz. But with Goddard out this week, Travis, I 
am absolutely getting Zach Ertz in my lineup. Listen, Tampa Bay giving up the ninth most yards to opposing tight ends. They've allowed three uh, three touchdowns to tight ends so far this season, which is tied for second in the league. Then check this out, right? You want to look at Zach Ertz and what this Philadelphia offense kind of does, uh, you know, in games and which, you know, this is a high over under and, and kind of shootouts. Well, Philadelphia has been in two of those games this season, Kansas City and Dallas. Well, in those two games, the tight ends combined for five red area targets and two touchdowns, 24 targets total in the Kansas City and Dallas game, Travis. Only 20 in the other three games combined. They were much slower. It was like Atlanta. It was like it was it was San Francisco. These ugly kind of slow the game down. This isn't what this game is going to be. You look at Zach Ertz here. I don't see how he doesn't get 10 targets. He's already had six or more targets in three straight games. Eighth in red area targets. Uh, and then when you look again at those two games, Kansas City and Dallas, you look at what he had. 27 routes ran on those two uh, on average in those two games. Just 15 uh, routes on average combined in Atlanta, Carolina, and San Francisco uh, matchups. So I think that this is going to be an absolute smash spot for Zach Ertz. He's going to be by himself. They're going to be behind in game script. They're going to need to use him. Okay, but what about the other pass catchers? Because we've seen Jalen Rieger and we've seen yes. Devonta Smith kind of well, mostly Devonta Smith flash some some nice yeah. stuff here. But this is a t- you know this is a team in Tampa Bay that has been ravaged by injuries, especially at the cornerback position. We've mm-hmm. got Goddard out, which means at least about thirteen percent of the market share up for grabs going forward, or at least for as long as he's out. So that doesn't all have to go to Ertz. That could no. be a bo- that could be something that booms well for uh, Devonta Smith or Rieger here. I do think Devonta Smith will be another beneficiary of getting uh, a little bit more of that targets or usage. Uh, again, Tampa Bay, not a scary matchup when it comes to the defense, giving up the fourth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers, fourth most touchdowns surrendered to wide receivers this season. You look at Devonta Smith. He is their number one over there, which is what we thought he was going to be. But he's really living up to that hype, Travis. He's mm. becoming a must start flex uh, wide receiver for me at this point. Three straight games of 90 plus percent snap share fourth and unrealized air yards at the wide receiver position right now, which is unfathomable three out of five games. He's had 70 plus receiving uh, receiving yards and at least eight targets, Travis. So I think his floor is, is very safe. He's got the extremely high upside. He's had a couple of touchdowns, even called back this, this year. So it could even be even better. Uh, so I'm definitely starting Devonta Smith Rieger on the other hand, He's much more of an interesting DFS play for me as opposed to actually trying to get him in my lineup this week as far as a, a season-long uh, redraft kind of goes because he hasn't seen more than six targets all but once uh, in, this season. So he's not exactly the most trustworthy guy uh, to to get in your lineup. No, I would agree with that. And I think Devonta Smith slowly, and it's very quietly how he's been pretty good here. It's been up and down, yeah. but um, definitely has put some things together here. Somebody who has not been quiet, or at least fantasy football managers have not been quiet about Miles Sanders and his, um, you know, lack of work here. You know, if you look at weeks three and four, he had under 10 touches per game. He bounced back a little bit with 16 touches last week, but still only managed managed 10 PPR fantasy points. And he just hasn't gotten it going. We heard that they weren't going to they weren't going to move away from the committee until he started to bust loose or bust a move or like do something crazy. Uh, don't just has, stand there, bust a yeah, move. Yeah. Like get your butts off the wall, bust a move, <laughs> but he's not doing that. And now he's going to play a, a Tampa Bay defense. That is one of the stoutest against the run. They've yet to allow over 200 yards total on the year. 
and only surrendered one running back touchdown uh, through through the, on the ground this year. So Gainwell, you know, everybody hyped up Gainwell after the week before last where he got some targets um, because against Kansas City, he went eight of or he went six of eight for 58 yards. This could be a very similar gain script for Gainwell. So desperation flex and PPR. I think Gainwell makes it. We've got some guys out on by. Um, so he could be interesting there. I am benching Miles Sanders. There's not a league I could start Miles Sanders in right now against this Tampa Bay defense in negative game script where they tend to use Gainwell when they're in that negative game script too. Um, Johnny, I know we're, you know, Jalen Hurts is a must start. You and I know that. Yeah. A lot of people still ask questions about Jalen Hurts every week if mm-hmm. they need to get him out of their lineup. He is a consistent QB1 and he needs to stay in your lineup going forward. Absolutely. Uh, and then even in bad matchups, right? Like he could still uh, somehow get it to where he's not a terrible quarter. Like he has his floor is so incredibly safe, Travis, because he has yet to score under 20 fantasy points in it when he starts and finishes a game. That's extremely safe. His, his ceiling is up there with some of the best because he is able to use, he has a, a fairly talented arm. And then you look up at this matchup, right? Tampa Bay giving up the third most passing yards, uh, just under 1,600 so far this season, and the third uh, most passing touchdowns uh, allowed on the season with 13. So I definitely do think uh, Hertz will have a very good day. I will mention uh, Tampa Bay giving up the fr- fewest rushing yards to opposing quarterbacks on the season right now. But it doesn't matter. Hertz is, is going to still get you 30 rushing yards. That's just what he does minimum. Uh, and then there's some upside there, right? But I do expect one of those Jalen Hurts, you know, over 300 yards passing nights. And uh, give me that Thursday, Thursday gulp. Big gulp, baby. Give and it to again, me. With a 52 and a half point over under, we've seen consistently on the year, whoever plays the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tends to be the second highest scoring team or like one of the highest scoring losers that there are on the week. And so that's yep. definitely something we want to go with. Well, that does it for the Thursday night football matchup and all those start-sit conundrums for the actual game. But we want to get into you, Whisper Nation. You've been rocking with us the whole time. Thanks for hitting that like button, hitting subscribe if you're new to the channel. And let's say what's going on to the nation. Jersey J says, hello, guys. What's up, Jersey J? One of our favorites out there hyping us up. Uh, Jimmy Navarro says, good afternoon from Riverside, California. What's going on, Jimmy? Sell high on Adam Thielen or hold? Oh, this is an interesting question. If you can get some value out of Adam Thielen, then I potentially would. I I would say if you can get RB2, like mid to top end RB2 or higher for Adam Thielen, I would. He is still going to get consistent red zone targets from Mm -hmm. Kirk Cousins. We know that. So he'll have his big games. But maybe you want some more consistency in your running back position. So I think that might be a good spot to do there. Um, You know, if you can if you can still get in on Daryl Henderson before the week starts, I'd go and try and get a Daryl Henderson right there. Um, but it's not, it's not panic mode for me yeah. yet though, either for Adam Thielen. It just, it was a bad game. All right. Jersey J says I have hurts obviously starting him. Yep. Nice. I'm trying to get Gaskin and dropping Gainwell for him. Do you think that's the right idea? Full point PPR six per, I do think it's the right idea only because mm. Gaskin has a clearer path right now to a full workload. They haven't done it yet. And he does a have juicy a juicy matchup. I, yeah, it's a good matchup on the ground. He just needs to actually get the carries because yeah. he's looked good on the ground. And we just don't know if we trust Miami. But um, I definitely trust it more than what I'm seeing out of Gainwell, who's been a up and down and only in the receiving game has he gotten really the work there. Mm-hmm. Austin, or I guess it's Austin. 
Uh, can the Falcons beat the Saints? Yes or no? I mean, yeah, any given Sunday, that could definitely happen. That's in a few weeks, that game yeah. right now. Both teams on a bye. Jersey J says, hey, my Easter eggs are nice and smooth. Hey. Good to know, Jersey hey. J. Got that. If you, you want them smoother, too. get over there to manscaped.com. Use the promo code TFWMAN, or you could use the ball wipes they got over there. Yeah. Really- well, Jersey J probably did get some. Yeah, maybe he did. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so Jersey Jay says, Chubb questionable. I need this win. I am two to three. I am two and three every week so far. The team I play has their best scoring week. It's redonkulous. Uh, that's a frustrating. Chubb's probably I, fine. So- Chubb and Hunt, both DNPs today. It's a Wednesday. It's usually that maintenance day. Yeah. I tried oh. to get a DNP today, but Big Travi wouldn't let me. Yeah. Oh, my league with Hertz is a super flex. That's why I'm obviously starting him. I mean, you're obviously starting Hertz as it is, like right now, even in one quarterback leagues. Most yeah. Of the time. Yeah. Mason Scott, welcome to the channel, man. What up, Scott? uh, Give us a sub if you're new. If not, just welcome in. Full point PPR, Superflex, Devonta Smith, Robert Woods, or A.J. Brown. He needs one, Johnny. Uh, I have – this one's a little tough for me because I have not broken down quite the A.J. Brown and Indianapolis matchup So A.J. Brown's PFF matchup looks good because he's going to run a lot against the second corner, not Tredavious White is what they project. He'll run a lot of those slot uh, routes against. But okay. I would wonder if Julio doesn't go, if that changes, you know. Yeah, so that's where my concern is. I would, I would, I think I would go with A.J. Brown. Um because it's just hard for me to bench AJ Brown now. He got through the game. He wasn't. He didn't have a setback. We know his upside. They move him a lot into the slot too, mm-hmm. which means he's going to get good matchups. That's a high scoring over under Tennessee. Not. I mean, Buffalo is only favored by like about five points. It's not a huge favorite for Buffalo. So I think. I think I would still roll with your stud here in AJ Brown. Jersey J. Jersey J says Giovanni is going to steal his tutties. I don't believe so. <laughs> I think that's you know once in a while that's going to happen, but. I'm oh Jersey J here. I'm seriously considering starting Schultz over Waller, and that sickens me. Schultz does have a decent matchup this week. Um, I think people are panicking too soon on Waller. He consistently gets over seven targets a game. He consistently is on the field a ton. Um, He got a red zone target last week where Carr just completely overthrew him. Like he consistently gets looks in this offense. He's going to be fine by the end of the year. Schultz, oh God. if you want to trade Waller weight because you believe in Schultz, just remember that Schultz uh, is going to get, they're going to get Michael Gallup back in this offense. And will that affect Schultz? Because is this the reason right. why Schultz has been popping so much is because Gallup's been out of lineup. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't think I would. I I think what the concern is, is who is going to be calling the plays there. But what, what, what I would imagine is that Carr is going to have to revert to kind of, that safety blanket, I don't think they're going to go. Knows. Yeah, and so I do think you're going to start to get back more to the Darren Waller as this. Oh, I hope so. Kinda, we'll see. I need it. Silver so, Badger giving us the thumbs up. Appreciate you, Silver Badger. Connor LaRose says, Daryl Henderson or Daryl Williams? We're going with the Daryl with two L's because yeah. Daryl Henderson is the RB15 after missing yeah, a game. He's at 15 or more PPR fantasy points in four games that he's played in. You're rocking with Daryl Henderson. Dude, I've been trying to get him anywhere, and no one will trade him to me. Yeah, no they one. know. They heard know. They heard you besmirching his name in the offseason, and they say, now you want him? 
Jersey J, if anyone here is new, stick around. These guys answer all the questions, and Johnny is so on point. Wow, dude. Wow. So only John, that, dude. Only yeah, Johnny is on that. point. That's okay, guy, Jersey dude. J. All That's right. My guy. Yeah, stick yeah. around because Johnny's on point. Yeah. And that other guy, Appreciate he's, you. he's whatever. <laughs> JT Moving. JT Moving says, I traded Thielen and Pitts for Jacoby Myers and Dalton Schultz. Did I win or lose? I think you lost this yeah, deal here. I think you lost uh, this. Pitts but is a guy. Yeah, I mean, don't worry. Stick with us. We'll have yeah, some we'll, waiver wire advice. Yeah, we'll get we'll you another you. trade. We'll get you going here. But yeah, that was happy Wednesday. Says Brett Johnson. Beautiful day to hype up for football. Appreciate oh, yeah. you. Jersey J says JT. Ouch, buddy. Yeah, ouch is right. Yeah. Jersey J, you've been coming for me today. Don't appreciate that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Mr. Miyagi. I, I know what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi says, I missed out on Hunter and Ertz. I ended up with Seals Jones. Great matchup for Ricky Seals yes, Jones, by the yes. way. I have Hawk. Do I start Hawk or pivot this week to Seals Jones against the Chiefs? He had eight targets last week. Might stack Heineke. Uh, so, uh, look, here's I what I'll know, say. I want to know, well, twofold. I want to know this. your answer to this because I have a similar one where it's um, it's I did get Ertz off of a waiver, and I have Hawkinson, and I kind of want to start uh, Ertz over Hawkinson this week because I hate the matchup with Cincinnati. They are very good against the tight end. Yeah, let me take so what's your here. answer. That's what I want to know. What's uh, I mean, your answer? I'm probably sticking with your guy Hawkinson. Again, they had a couple of di- I'd have to look at the injuries. Their guy Bates, who's one of their better defenders in the secondary, was dinged up on that last play against Randall Cobb in the game. Uh-huh. Um, and they had another guy go out of this game. So if they have some safeties and cornerbacks missing out of this game, I think I'm gonna be okay with Hawkinson as the start. Um I just don't I Maybe it's like by the book or ranking slave, whatever you want to call it. I don't know how you get out of Hawk right now. He's running the routes. He's on, you know, he's on the field that much. Obviously, you know, Seals Jones is as well. But I mean, look at. Yeah, when it comes to Seals. No, no, no. When it comes to Seals, when it it comes to Ricky Seal, I think you're on point. I I think you still go Hawkinson. I think if he did get Ertz, it would be a much, it's a much harder question only because. Ertz is in just a smash spot where Goddard is not there. That's the only reason I think it's such a top. But I think if, you know, if Goddard were back in and then you're talking about Ricky Seals now and like, I think you still do. I think you're right. You still go with Hawkinson. All right. Just laughing over there at my answer. (laughs) It's just, yeah, no, I got your answer. I just like the chat's popping off. (laughs) Jaws Whedon. We appreciate all you in the chat. About 20 of you watching with us. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe if you're new to the channel. Jaws Whedon says, have the entire SF uh, San Francisco running back crew almost in a shallow roster restriction. Mostert, free agent next year, or Wilson, coming off IR soon, safe to drop. Mitchell and Sermon seem like the future. Uh, This must be in Dynasty, I guess, if you're you're talking about this. And Mostert would be all of those guys. Mostert, um, Sermon, uh, I'm sorry, Mostert and Wilson are both under contract or off of their contract, sorry, next year. So I imagine that it will be Mitchell and Sermon running forward for the next couple years with the Niners. So yes, I would drop Mostert. Um, I wouldn't drop Wilson because he's coming off IR soon and he at least has a shot to get some touchdown value for this year. And you'd be safe to drop Mostert for me uh, in Dynasty because I don't know that he's even going to come back into the league after this year. So what and I agree with that. Like you don't need to keep Mostert, but what I would do is just go. Like I would try to shop him, and even if you pick up a a sixth round pick, a fifth round pick, like a a back end of your your pick of your draft, you're still getting an extra dart throw 
that somebody else isn't going to get. So I don't even mind doing that. Like, or I would love to do that anyway. So Jersey Jay appreciates you. He says, maybe not let them answer talking about uh, JT's trade earlier that we said he did kind of come on the losing end. It's either, it's, it's, it's either even or a loss though, in my eyes, but these guys know it all. So I could be wrong. Jersey Jay. I appreciate the love, man. We appreciate you so much. And ladies and gentlemen, the mouth oh, from the south back. is back from Africa. Hey, Scott, a.k.a. Worried. Death by Rona. Hey. Haven't heard from him in a while, but the mouth yeah. is back here on the live show. We appreciate you, Scott. Thanks for jumping in here. He you says a little worried about you, bud. Is Brady's finger an issue? I'm just getting caught up. I don't think it's going to be an yeah. issue at all. Remember, this guy played through a torn MCL, dude. He doesn't yeah, get yeah, right like, now. What's, what's a, Mr. if you show me the highest scoring loser, I'll show you a loser. That is true, but in fantasy, we like garbage time, and even if you lose in the real deal, we like it in fake football. Sup, Jersey J, working on some capital acquisition reports while I listen to the whispers. Mr. Miyagi Ooh, out there doing the guy. doing the Lord's work, dude. Yeah. Jersey J, that's a good time, Miyagi. Accusing says, you think A.J. Brown scores a touchdown this week? I think it's a decent bet. I like him in that matchup. I think he's, again, high over under. So that's kind of where I'd be leaning on right there. Roman says, full point PPR offered Cooper and Knox for Schultz and Pittman. Should I take it? You were yes. offered Cooper and Knox. Yeah, I would take that deal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Knox is Knox is on a tear, and then Cooper's part of that offense, and he seems to consistently get some red zone targets a game. So, yeah. S. TR3 Gaming, better tight end play this week. Ertz, RSJ, or Dan Arnold? Give me RSJ. I think I think, I think think uh, Johnny's going to take Ertz here, but RSJ, I think, is the answer of these guys because he's a little bit more athletic than Ertz right now, I would, I would say. He's on the better side of his career right now. He's got more upside, and I think this is an absolute smash spot in PPR right now because the Chiefs are allowing the fourth most receptions per game to the tight end. And so I like RSJ a lot more than Ertz this week. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? You say, yeah, you agree? Somebody take a picture, dude. I'm no, at, uh, I meant Jersey J. I was, uh, oh, okay. I'm no, I wasn't. Yeah. Jersey J says, I meant Trav and Johnny are always on point. Love you guys. Best advice in the fantasy world. Appreciate you, Jay. I was Appreciate just giving you a hard time. Mr. Miyagi says, come on, Jersey J. You know we run the Johnny Game Time fan club. Oh, Jersey my J God. Says, it's game time, God, dude. Let's go. Game time. Up. Let's go. STR3 Gaming says, which side of the trade is better, DK and Dawson Knox or Najee Harris? I think I would go Uh, DK and Knox. It really depends on what you have. If you need a running back, back, the volume is king right now for Najee Harris. So I would tend to side on that volume side and RB, especially in PPR right now. Uh, Jersey J says, love all these guys. Great points and talk through every decision. Appreciate you. Scott says, always start the stud, which is kind of where I was leaning on there with A.J. Brown, so I appreciate that Wait, backup Which there. is funny because he gave us so much uh, when we started Zeke and a bad game week one. Oh, yeah. He was like, oh, yeah. you should have yeah. been well, Zeke. Zeke, everybody's looking like a fool that was doubting Zeke in week one. Yeah. So, yeah. Rob Navarro, Darnold or Tannehill PPR? I would go with Darnold. Tannehill really in a tough spot against Buffalo. They've been a t- really tough defense. And while I think A.J. Brown could get home, it's much harder for Tannehill to get home with the banged-up weapons. Mm-hmm. Mr. Miyagi, Hawkinson just been killing me three weeks in a row. Uh, I know, man, it's been rough, but there's just like you look at the waiver wire. Are you really going to pick up a Ricky Seals-Jones here and start him like and, and be surprised if Ricky Seals-Jones gets you two catches for no, you know, like for 20 yards? You're not going to be yeah. surprised. So I think the upside with Hawk is still there, guys. Uh, C. Fran, the man, says Debo or Lockett rest of season. I think Lockett rest of season is where I'd go. 
What? What's so funny? Scott, dude. Travi, you seem a bit peppy today. Did oh, yeah, dude. Last night? <laughs> dude, I get some every night because I'm here doing this grind for Whisper Nation, dude. That's the sum. You get you some, dude. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you, Scott. Accusings. Ah, I got knocks off waiver. Yeah, dude. Oh, nice. Yeah. Beautiful. That's great. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, Elver says, G or Elver G says, I have two slots off my roster for a stash. Who has been, who has the better rest of season outlook? Javante Williams, Michael Carter, Elijah Mitchell, Myers, or T.Y. Hilton. Thank you. Oh, yeah. T.Y. This is tough for me off. between Javante and Mitchell would be my bet here. Um, I am partial to Mitchell because I think if Jimmy G comes back into this offense, they clearly want Mitchell to be the guy, and that would be a lot of upside. Javante still having to battle it out with Melvin, which would be why Mitchell gives me, or I give the edge to Mitchell here. But again, the QB uncertainty, if Lance comes back in the lineup, he's going to take a lot of that rushing upside, and Javante's looked good. But so his Mitchell. Johnny, do you have any preference you're leaning here, Mitchell or Javante here? I would probably go Javante, just because I know more, you know, more about that situation. I'm more confident in that Javante is going to be the guy at the end of the year. Uh, but I do admit that Elijah Mitchell has a ton of upside. And so I do like him a lot as well on my roster. I would, I would, what? Oh, Dude, this chat is hilarious. I know, it's, man. it's great. Yeah. Uh, but here's what I would advise I would, I would, if you only have two spots, pair Michael Carter, Jacoby Myers, my boy Jacoby. Uh, and I would pair those two and then try to <laughs> really up uh, another position, like pair those two, get an. Uh, oh, a he has safer. two slots on his roster right. for a stash. So, right. So Javante and Elijah's are the two that I like and I would yeah. want to, to keep. I do think Michael Carter is interesting. But again, if you only have two spots, not would, even close to the upside that these guys have. Right. Though. Or even yeah. or even pairing like Javante, Michael Carter and, and Jacoby to get a, a really jersey jay wants a whisper nation shirt we've got some shirts up on the site they're yeah. not the whisper nation shirt yet that is coming out in the next week or so we're going to work on that for you so but make sure you get over there and get maybe a tfw shirt for yourself jersey jay appreciate you man yeah. connor larose Bengals or dolphins uh defense this week give me the Bengals. the dolphins yeah, defense they... has been struggling here and uh detroit just really giving up a ton of points denver or dolphins d again denver here i'm I had Dolphins D to play in this matchup, and I just don't trust it. That over-under is 47 points, so that easily could hit the over. And Dolphins only favored by three. We could get Tua back. We have Brissett. We don't know. It's going to be a little bit inconsistent, so I don't know. Hmm. Swift or, Gif or Gibson rest of season. Give me Swift. He's not as banged up, and he's got the pass-catching upside more than Gibson right now. Yeah. If Packers, Rams, or Cowboys D, Johnny? I'm going to go Rams oh, D. Yeah. Rams playing yeah, a banged-up Giants team. Yeah, that's true. Mr. Miyagi says, Jesus, Travi, every night, have your girl call my wife. Yeah. <laughs> I, meant, I meant that I hit some in other ways, brother. <laughs> Accusing says, I, I traded it, Gronk dude. and Ruggs for DK and Chase. Did I win the trade? Oh. Gronk and Ruggs for DK and Chase? And my other tight ends are Andrews and Ox. Yes, you won that. Yeah, you won. You it. definitely did. So that I dropped awesome. Kenyon Drake for Daryl Williams, win or loss. I like that deal for yeah, you. I, when? I, I like getting in on the Daryl Williams hype. W. I can't believe the cook owner in my league is one and four, doesn't want Madison. I offered him a few tra trades. That guy is so dumb. Keep after it. Keep consistent. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mr. Miyagi says, I need a streamer for QB this week. Uh, Wentz, Cousins, Teddy B, Tannehill, Trevor Lawrence, or Heineke? I would go Teddy B. 
I love Teddy B this week. And I think of these guys, I think you're going to have some options. Heineke's a sneaky start. I think, I think I'm actually going to go with Heineke over Teddy B because if you look at the games that Kansas city has given up to the quarterback, it's been nasty. So I would go with that. Boy, Gus. Uh, What's Gus says, what's up guys. Big Travi is really wrong. Jeremy says Scott yeah. <laughs> Rashad oh Bateman God. worth a stash. Worth a stash. So Didn't get to premiere last Monday, yeah. um, but don't give up too much to stash him here. All right, guys, that does it for us. Make sure if you want to ans- ask more questions, go ahead and hit us up on Sunday. We do the Sunday live show. We're also going to be live again tomorrow, so hit us up there. Make sure, make sure, sorry, you are subbed sure. to the channel, uh, and you will get uh, notifications whenever we do go live. For Johnny Game Time Hicks, I'm Big Travi. We're the Fantasy Whispers. We're out. Peace. Right here. Congratulations on making it to the end of the video. If you still have a lot to say about fantasy football, maybe you want to give Johnny a little bit of crap for his take today, then go on over to our Discord channel and join the conversation there. Click the link in the description below. And if you still want more content, check out one of these videos. Homie, don't you hit